Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. I am your host, coach and life alchemist, Sharin Eskandani, and I have worked with thousands of people showing them how to create their dream lives while also living their dream lives. This podcast is where mindset, mindfulness, and manifestation meet. Together, we're going to release limiting beliefs, put your dreams into motion, all while prioritizing your ease, rest, and joy. Let's do this, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching. Or if you want to go even deeper into this week's episode and get my free weekly journal prompts, sign up for my email list and you'll be able to explore the topics we're talking about in this episode even further. You can do that in the show notes or by heading to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. And if you're interested in working with me in one of my transformational programs, you can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com slash offerings to find out more. And of course, you can also head to the show notes and all of this information will be waiting for you there. All right, love, welcome to this week's episode. Today's episode is all about what makes you unique. What makes you, well, you? This is a question that I hear so often as a coach. Clients come to me unsure of what makes them special, what makes them stand out. So in today's episode, we're going to be looking at what is it about us individually that makes us so damn unique? Because we all are unique. There is something so inherently special about each and every one of us. But I think sometimes it's really easy to get lost, to get confused, to not really understand what our magic and medicine is. This is going to be a shorter episode, but there are going to be a ton of reflective questions and prompts and things to think about. So have a paper or pen on hand, open up your notes on your phone, a Google Doc, Because this is an episode that I really want you to be thinking about, reflecting on, especially as we're coming to the end of this year, to really step into the new year very sure of what our incredible specialness is. The phrase magic and medicine is one that I use often in the wholehearted coaching certification. Our goal in the certification is for you to become a coach who practices with care, skill, ethics, all while interweaving your own magic and medicine into this work. So in this episode, I'll be mentioning coaching and the certification, but really, this is an episode for all of us. I want all of us to fully understand what our magic and medicine is. You do not need to be a coach to know that, to know what makes you, you. And at the end of this episode, stay tuned because I have a very special interview with one of our current wholehearted coaches, Chrissy Chard. She shares about her experience in the certification 
how it has really shifted her own personal and professional life. And she also fills us in on some of her own magic and medicine. As you know, applications are now open for the certification for both our January and September 2024 cohorts. If you want to find out more, head to wholeheartedcertification.com slash programs, or just head to the show notes. All right, love, let's get into this week's Mindset Monday. It reads, And one day you will realize that the parts of you that you wanted to hide were the parts of you that you were always meant to magnify. So I shared with you at the top of the episode that one of the common questions or problems that clients will come to me with is this idea of what makes them unique, what makes them so special. And now in the wholehearted coaching certification, I hear this question so often from the student coaches, them struggling with figuring out what is it about them that makes them unique as a coach. They worry that there are so many coaches out in the world. What is it about them? What is it about their work that is going to make them stand out? So when I first started coaching, I really struggled with this. And when I looked at the coaching world, when I looked at what was happening around me, I saw a lot of the same thing. I saw a lot of the same messaging. I saw a lot of the same branding. I saw a lot of the same person. And, you know, while they didn't look exactly alike, there was something very similar about it all. It was all very positive. It was all very love and light. And, you know, I'm not saying this to make fun of anyone at all, but the people were often dressed very similarly. Lots of gauzy fabrics, hats, crystals. And, and <laughs> I just kind of looked around and I was like, this isn't me. But I, I kind of felt really worried because I was like, well, but it seems like this is this world. This is this world of coaching. And maybe I'm supposed to conform or try to fit in or try to work with this. And I soon realized, I, I honestly, I didn't even try. I was like, this is not even going to work with me. Listen, I love a good gauzy fabric. I love a good hat. But this is not who I am. And I really had to sit with the question of what makes me unique? What makes me so special? Why would someone want to work with me? And again, if you don't want to be a coach, that question could be, why would someone want to spend their life with me? Why would someone want to become my friend? Why would someone want to be in community with me? Because that's what it ultimately is. What makes me so special? What makes me so unique? that someone would want to be in community with me. In the coaching world, we often hear this term superpower, right? What is your superpower? And I think that when we think of that term superpower, we think of things like being organized, being funny, being a dynamic speaker, being generous, being warm. And while yes, those are your superpowers, but when you think of those things, right, if you are some of those things, you may not feel like that's what makes me unique because other people are organized or other people are great at public speaking, right? It's not what makes me, me. 
And as I sat with this, I realized that in order to find my uniqueness, my specialness, my magic and medicine, because this is what this really is, is that I had to look in the shadows. I had to look at the parts of me, the parts of my identity, the parts of my history, the parts of my lived experience that I once used to be ashamed of, the parts of me that I once used to wish were quote-unquote more normal, the parts of me that I once used to judge and be so ashamed of. Those parts, they were my magic and medicine. They were what made me so unique. Growing up, you know, when I was in school, I used to be so ashamed and judgmental of my immigrantness, my Iranianness, my otherness, my hair, my body, my weird sense of humor, all of these things I once used to be ashamed of. And I soon realized that as a coach, as a human in the world, those are actually the things that make me unique. They are actually my superpowers. They are my magic and medicine. I want you to think about that. When I think of the wholehearted community, y'all are here because of those things, because of the fact that, well, I don't want to speak for any of you, but, you know, I have a kind of odd sense of humor. I look at the wellness industry with a very particular lens, a lens that is very welcoming and very excited about so much in the wellness industry, but also is critical of that industry as well. The fact that I am a woman of color allows me to approach this work, approach my life with a lens that is intersectional, with a lens that will always be rooted in justice and liberation. And that is why I think you are listening to this podcast. That's why you are subscribed to my email list. It is those things about me that are my magic and medicine. It is those things about me that make you want to be in community with me. You know, yes, I am a warm person. I'm a generous person. I'm, I'm a good public speaker. Cool. Those are great. But it's all the stuff in the shadows. All of that stuff, which really when we say in the shadows, it's not in the shadows. It is the parts of us that we really need to illuminate. That makes us so unique and special. And that is our magic and medicine, right? I consider this podcast, my medicine that I offer to you, that I really humbly offer to you. And I really think it is those parts of me that, again, I used to once be ashamed of that contribute to the magic of this podcast, of this community, right? When I was able to fully embrace all of those things, that's when wholehearted coaching became wholehearted coaching. This community is made up of some incredible individuals, very unique and special individuals. I love this community, and it is because I am so clear about who I am, where I come from, what I value. Love, your magic and medicine, is rooted in those parts of you that maybe you once couldn't or didn't want to accept. The parts of you that you maybe once really didn't like 
the parts of you that you once wished were different. Those parts of you are your medicine. They are your magic. And in the certification, we spend so much of our foundational work in the first module, figuring out who you are, what your magic and medicine are. You do not need to do this work like anyone else. You need to do it how you want to do it. And that takes some time to really figure that out. But once you do, that is when your work will flourish. And again, this isn't just for coaches or people who are thinking of becoming a coach. This is for all of us. If you are struggling to figure out what are those things about me that would make folks want to be in community with me, love, take a moment and think of the things that we've been talking about. Those things that are in the shadows that really need to be illuminated and highlighted and really brought to the fore. So here is what I want you to do this week, or maybe just this month. I want you to reflect on your magic and medicine. And I have some ideas. I have some practices that you can do. I want you to first make a list. I want you to make a list of the things in high school or college or elementary school, or whatever time in your life. I want you to make a list of all of the things that you wish were more quote unquote normal about you. Write down the things that maybe you were ashamed of, that you wanted to hide. And once you have written that list, I want you to really look at it. Look at it through the context, from the context of this grown-ass human that you are today. And see if you can find how those things that you once used to not like are what make you so unique and special now. How do they inform who you are, how you move in the world, your values, your beliefs, how you express yourself, your empathy, your compassion, your grace? I know that so much of the work I do today of being in service, being of service, is because of what I experienced when I was growing up, of not feeling like I belong, of not feeling like I had anyone. I hated that. And that has now made me into this wholehearted human. So now I have another exercise for you. And this one is a little more scary. It's optional, but I really encourage you to do it. I want you to reach out to three to five people. People from any area of your life, family, friends, coworkers, but people that you really trust and respect. People who know you fairly well. And I want you to ask them four questions about you. The first is, how do I make you feel when you're with me? So how do I make you feel when you're with me? Number two, what would you say are my gifts or talents? What would you say are my gifts or talents? Number three, what would you say is exceptional about me? What would you say is exceptional about me? 
And finally, what is your favorite thing about me? What is your favorite thing about me? Now, this is a very vulnerable exercise, right? Reaching out to people like this, this is a really scary thing to do. But I really encourage you to reach out, to try this, to do this. Because so often, other people can see things in us that we just can't see, that we can't really fully claim and name yet. They can see our magic and medicine before we can. Something I always say, believe the people who believe in you. Okay? So love, if you are trying to figure out what makes you unique and special, what your magic and medicine are, try these two practices. Because the truth is, we need your magic and medicine. We need your uniqueness in this world. We do not need more cookie cutter. We do not need more of the same. We need different. We need your specialness. We truly need it more than ever now. And I'll tell you, the more and more I embraced my magic and medicine, the more I embraced all the parts of me fully, without shame, without judgment, that is when my life magnified. I know the reason why I have the life I have today is because I was able to fully name, claim, and embrace my magic and my medicine. So my love, I really hope that some part of this episode resonated with you. And I hope that you will stick around to hear my interview with wholehearted coach, Chrissy Chard. I am so thrilled to welcome Dr. Chrissy Chard to the podcast. She is one of our current wholehearted coaches, and she is the founder of Courageous Parents, a Colorado-based parent coaching practice that is heart-centered, values-aligned, and honors the humanity and wisdom that's inherent in our children and ourselves. Chrissy also does work in leadership. She is also an incredible parent to three kiddos who are just the cutest things ever. I have had the honor of seeing them only on Zoom, but they are so sweet and lovely and they are truly a reflection of her. She also loves to lift heavy weights, connect with friends, go for walks alone, go to therapy, use fidget toys. She is an ADHD parent and loves to dance solo in her living room. Chrissy, Thank you for being here. It has been such a joy seeing you coach within the certification and especially with the communities that you coach. Like I am just so thrilled for you to be a wholehearted coach. So first of all, thank you to you. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you for having me. Of course. So, okay, Chrissy, I said a little blurb about you, but I would love to hear from you. Tell us just a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Well, you shared a little bit about the things that I do, some parent coaching. I do some leadership work. Uh, my background is in academia. I come from a history of 
teaching at a university setting. But I was thinking about part of what we did in the certification, which was such a beautiful piece, was we explored our statement. It came from Stacey Haynes' work in the politics of trauma. And I think it was our commitment statement. I can't remember exactly how we... Yeah, she she calls them, I am a commitment to, which I really love. I am a commitment to, you know, whatever it is. So yes. So I thought that might be a nice sharing this other piece that is just, you know, as we sort of meta here with the certification. So I am a commitment to embodying and radiating love and non-judgment. I think I aspire to be that in my coaching practice and my role as a parent in my relationship with myself. I truly, truly see that in the work that you do and just the human that you are. And I love that you brought up the commitment statements because that is one of the very first things we do in the certification. Because one of my deep beliefs is that as a space holder, as a coach, you really have to know who you are, what your values are. And so we spend a lot of that introductory foundational work of really rooting into, we use a lot of metaphors around plants and nature, but like really figuring out what our roots are. And so I I love that you shared your roots. So before you came to the certification, you were already coaching. I know you were already working with parents. Tell us about that. Tell us about your practice, but also what kind of led you to ultimately then choosing this certification? Yeah, you know, I think it actually goes back a little bit. So as you said, I have been parent coaching for about a year and a half. And prior to that, my whole work professionally was in public health in an academic setting. And in that work, I was doing a lot around anti-oppressive public health practice and exploring adultism and social justice and health equity. And I remember as I was considering leaving that and starting coaching, one of the pieces I really worried about, frankly, was wondering how I would bring that value of mine that is so deeply embedded in who I am and what I care about into something like parent coaching. And what I think has been so beautiful and so much of what drew me to this certification was I could see how this certification was an opportunity for me to more deeply even root into those values. And there was such a, an alignment in my values and in the integrity that you put into the certification that it seemed like a beautiful fit for me to continue to do this thing that I know is a gift of mine in terms of coaching, but to do it in a way that's really deeply aligned with my values and aligned with, you know, practicing from a decolonized framing. So that was a a really big piece for me. I love that. I'm curious, what are some of the learnings or things that we've looked at in the certification that have really resonated with you? So many things. The first thing that I will share is parts work. We do a lot around parts work. And I have been very fortunate in my own personal life and history and experience with coaches and therapy to have been exposed to parts work. And there has been nothing more supportive to my own healing than parts work. And so getting now to be able to facilitate that in others and support others and exploring that from a coaching lens has been the most profoundly impactful and the most resonant of anything. I think beyond that, a couple of things, some that are really small, like I remember way at the beginning, 
you use this metaphor of like a figure eight and how in our coaching, we're doing this dance between attuning to ourselves, attuning to our client and the way that that resonated because we have a responsibility as coaches to be very attuned to ourselves and what's coming up and how my body feels in this moment. And am I being activated by something my client's saying? And that was such an important piece of acknowledgement that I don't see acknowledged in much of mainstream coaching. And so that was another piece that was so important to me. And I think the other piece is some of the, the guests that you have invited into our space and the way they have shared their knowledge and practice and teachings with us. You know, I think about Jessica Dixon and the session on the culture of whiteness was so important. Tristan Katz on gender affirming spaces. There were so many folks that you brought in that really um, supported us in, in developing this deep sense of a responsibility that we have as coaches. I love our guest teachers so much too. I learn so much from them. You know, for me too, that was a big part of decolonizing certification was really bringing in lots of folks that add to the certification and their knowledge and their wisdom and their lives and their lived experiences. I think it's just been a really invaluable part for me. And I'm so glad that you share that as well. So having said that, this question may be redundant, but what have been some of your favorite parts of the certification? Well, the first thing that comes to mind as you ask that question is the community, right? The incredible human beings that I get to be in relationship with. Not only that, but the opportunity to be coached by them is the most beautiful. I have, I have had lots of coaches and there is something about the coaches in this space that is so nurturing, that's so deep. It's hard to put into words. I think that's the other piece that is hard to describe about my favorite parts. But Sharon, it's like this, it's a felt sense. It's how I feel and I know others feel being in the space together. Sometimes you can't even name exactly what the learning is, but the way we are changed simply by being in the presence of each other is for sure has been part of my favorite. I think the other piece, like I mentioned, you know, the guests and whatnot, but I also, I don't want to forget that you also have included so many tools and like, I'm thinking about scheduling tools. We've talked about contracts, templates for this intake forms, right? So for me, and I'm just the person I am, I'm so drawn to like the juicy feeling coachy stuff and it has been so incredibly helpful to also have access to templates for some of these pieces and talking about the logistics and the business side and the legal side. So that has been invaluable to me, especially as someone who that isn't my strong suit. Having access to those has been really important and supportive of my business. I, because I am you, this is why I did that. Because I'm the one who, when I started my certification, it was the juicy parts of coaching that were so exciting. And then I had to learn the hard way that in order to have those really juicy, wonderful moments, you also had to figure out things like contracts and scheduling and an intake form. And so I really wanted that to be part of the certification and not in a really like stodgy business-like kind of way, but like, hey, to allow our practice to feel as nourishing as possible, right? These things actually help everyone feel more safe and comfortable 
and they can trust the space that they're walking into. So that was very intentional. And the community has been, that aspect has just been so beautiful to witness. And as you were talking, you know, a big part of this is there's an application and an interview. I think it's because the coaches who come to the certification, you all have like a real reverence for this work. You are doing this work because you deeply want to. You are doing this work because you're called to it. And so I agree with you. The coaching sessions that I have witnessed, so part of the certification, the coaches coach each other at the beginning, and then you start to coach outside clients. I mean, the coaching that I have seen has been so incredible because there is such a deep care for one another and for the practice. So even as I'm saying it, I'm getting goosebumps, but yes, I did tell you at the very beginning, I told all of them, I was like, you're going to get a lot of coaching. You're going to be a whole totally different person at the end of this. Right? So yes. So yes, I love, I love that. The next question is, you know, you already were coaching. So we have some people in the certification who are completely new to coaching some folks who've done it a little bit, but you had already been coaching. How have you shifted and grown as a coach by being in the certification? I love this question. There are a few things that come to mind. One is it was so clear and has been so clear throughout the certification that part of our opportunity as coaches is to get clear on what is our own unique, whether you want to call it medicine or magic, what is the gift that only I, given my set of circumstances and lived experiences, all the parts of myself, the versions of myself that only I can do. And this certification has really solidified that for me and has really felt like this coming home to myself, right? And like the image I have is just like, you know, adult me, like hurting in all the previous versions of myself that you know, at the time we're like, oh, I don't know what she is up to, but this does not seem like a good idea, right? Like actually all those versions of myself belong and they matter. And they are the very reason that I can be showing up in this really integrated way and, you know, offer my gifts to my clients. So I think that has been huge. Something else, I forever have had one of Adrienne Marie Brown's quotes on my computer that says, less prep, more presence. And that is the other piece that I really got to lean more and more into in throughout your certification. It's tied, I think, to intuition, which is another significant part of this, because what I came to learn is being connected to our intuition, it's not just like a nice to have, it's actually a responsibility we have as coaches to be attuned to our own and connected to our own intuition so that we can be so present to notice what might be coming up in what our client says or doesn't say and what they do or they don't do. And so that piece of really getting connected to my intuition and trusting that my presence is enough, that has been huge and really shifted because I'm a person who, you know, historically I know I will fall back on my credentials and my training and my education and all the things when I start to, to get nervous or think I don't know, but this has really been a gift. And sometimes like in, not in a bad way, but in an affronting way to say, Hey, where are your edges? Where are you falling into your old, you know, and how can you lean more into that presence and that sense of intuition? And then the last piece I want to share is so much of this 
And what has shifted in me is being able to apply these very coaching practices and tools to myself, all the ways I have learned how to coach myself. And I'll give you an example. In the the session that we did, we talk about rest, right? And how important it is to build that into our business and get really clear. And, you know, I was feeling myself having this like pushing back against that. I have three children. I have two jobs, right? I, I have all these things that result in me not feeling like there's a lot of space for rest. And so it started as this like, I don't know, like defensiveness, but how quickly I could move from defensiveness to curiosity and getting clear on what was going on for myself to then saying like, well, me feeling like I should be finding more time to get rest is also actually falling into the same kind of white supremacy. You should be doing more. You should, should, should. And it was such a beautiful, like, you know, in a single, I don't know, 30 minutes with myself to get really clear and process through that. It was, I think, such an example of how we get to take all these tools and apply them to ourselves and, you know, to help us in our business and in our practice. So that's the other piece that's been such a significant impact on myself and and my work as a coach. Oh my gosh. I love those takeaways. When I created the certification, the things that you mentioned, I was hoping would be takeaways for other folks. You know, you you have this hope. And so just hearing them um, and hearing your reflections is just so nourishing for me. And I truly believe that, right, as space holders, we have to first learn how to hold space for ourselves. So important. And so I, I love that those were your takeaways. So finally, Chrissy, if, you know, someone was considering joining the certification, whether it's now or in the future, what would you say to them? You know, they say that starting a business is a lot like doing shadow work, right? Like that that's the most significant example of or invitation to do shadow work. And if I have learned anything in my um, experience is that in order to do shadow work requires the most nurturing, heart-centered, non-judgmental, warm space, right? In order to do that kind of shadow work. And that is exactly what this has been, Sharon. That is the very thing I have found here in the certification. And I don't think there's anything that sums it up better than that. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you so, so much, Chrissy. For the folks who are listening, where can they find you and your incredible work? Yeah. So Courageous Parents, which by the way, as you're starting a business, thinking about how hard words are to spell. Um, but my website is courageousparents.com. That's probably the best way I'm on social on this, at that same handle, but my website really is where I you know, describe some of my offerings and ways we can connect. Oh my gosh. If you are a parent, a caregiver, definitely follow, go check out Chrissy. The work you do is so needed and you do the work with so much heart and with so much intention. I am grateful to have been a small part of your coaching journey. I cannot wait to see where this leads you and where it takes you, where it has already taken you is is such a beautiful place, but I am just so grateful and thankful to you, Chrissy. Thank you so much, Sharon. And thank you for this opportunity to share. I hope you enjoyed that interview with current wholehearted coach, Chrissy Chard. 
And if you're thinking about becoming a coach, creating an impact in the world, doing work that not only serves others, but also serves you as well, then I hope you will apply for the Wholehearted Coaching Certification. Applications are open for our January and September 2024 cohorts. And there are only a few spots left for our January cohort. You can find more information at wholeheartedcertification.com slash programs or go to the show notes. As we finish this episode, I want you to think of one thing that is standing out to you. And let's take a deep breath in. Hold it at the top. Think of that one thing and breathe out. Until next week, love, I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend, subscribe or follow where you love listening most. And if you haven't yet, leave a review. You can do this on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Podchaser or Podcast Addict. Until next week, love.